Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 175. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Thank you for choosing the People's Podcast. Joining me from Parts Unknown, USA, he's my oldest, dearest, and most hated friend and the commissioner of the esteemed Southern Money Dynasty Fantasy Football League. Please welcome Real Carl to the program. What's up, man? Hey, Mike. How's it going tonight? Oh, boy. boy. Somehow... Somehow got myself into whatever we're doing here. We'll see. Yeah. It could it could cost you viewership. Eh, you know, shit happens. I think it's fascinating. I think it's completely yeah. fascinating that if you listen to this show, you're probably a fan of Carl Welzine. Well, here's who he's named after. I talk about you all the time on the show. I mean, oh, yeah. I always like, I mean, it's fun to have comedians on, but I like, like, you got to have regular people. It's the people's yeah. podcast. It's the people's podcast, yeah. Carl. So me and Carl. Less funny people, right? <laughs> right. Well, not necessarily. I have tend to find. Because yeah, reg- you got some not very funny people on here a lot. <laughs> I tend to find regular folks. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. This is how this came about. Carl's got had a lot of critiques about the show. And I'm like, well, look, motherfucker, I got an opening up for you next week, bud. And here we are. Yeah, yeah. Me and That's all right. Me and Carl have been friends since preschool. Um, Humpty Dumpty preschool. Humpty Dumpty preschool, where I would rock. There was a, a doctor's coat um, that had said Doctor Well on it. I would rock. Put while well, I would walk in immediately. I'll put on the Doctor Well doctor's coat, and then there were some pink ladies' satin gloves. I put those on and then a and then a, a bowler hat. So that was my like what I wore at Humpty Dumpty. I thought it looked pimp. I was like, this is badass. It's kind of a clockwork orange vibe. Yeah. Real personality uh foreshadowing. <laughs> it really is. It yeah. really is. Something like it's just there's a lot of flash, a little pizzazz. You know, I got there was like some chick, Jill was in there. I thought Jill was cute. She lived down the street. I was like, Man, I look dope. When I put this on, I am so mun. <laughs> and all the babes at the preschool are just been like, oh, my gosh. Who's that cool guy with I, pink ladies' gloves? Yeah, I was just a little scrawny dude, and I was like, well, guess I got to hang out with him. <laughs> right. That was a pretty tight place, though. I'm, I like I have vivid memories. I remember one day we made pretzels that were terrible, but I thought it was awesome, like hot pretzels. Those were good. Um, there was a big-ass fucking box that had blue dyed water in it you could play like boats and fish and shit and then that boat i think and then i don't know if they changed it into the sandbox because then there was a sandbox too and yeah only thing i remember is there were like cardboard boxes that look like bricks and you could build castles out of these they're just cardboard but they look like bricks right and, and so I was probably over there building a fort, or you're playing with the ducks in the pond. Uh-huh. We were friends because I went to your house in, when we were in preschool. 
Right. I don't remember anyone else other than that one chick at preschool except for you. Yeah. No, there was a there was a boy with dark black hair. I remember him, <laughs> Alex, maybe or you know, uh, Brian. <laughs> I feel like there was probably a Brian that that ate boogers, like because there's Brian Kowalski that we went to grade school with and and junior high who ate who collected boogers in a in a. <laughs> In a, uh, uh, in a film case, film canister. Right, right. This was a dark, like dark black hair, mm, not yeah. Brian Kowalski. Yeah, I don't know. They they were different from us. <laughs> they had dark black hair. That's I, what I remember because I was only four years old. I think First, about I think about Brian Kowalski a lot. Like it's weird how you like. Does he still eat boogers? Yeah, or just like, that? what did he turn out to be like? Because at one point, I think his par- his parents were going through a divorce, so he was very he was very banged in the head somehow by that, I believe. And he had this he had he was obsessed with these like minute fucking bits of shit, and he had this this ca- this camera film case that was filled with boogers and like eraser bits and all this stuff, and then he had it all on his desk at some point. And someone walked by and like, like blew it all off the desk. And he had one of the, just this freak out meltdown, just like, ah, ah, and his brain completely snapped in half. <laughs> like, did he, did that turn him into a serial killer down the line? Well, yeah, I don't know. You're just throwing his name out here now. We're just sitting here and you fucking could stumble across this and then fucking killing you. Uh, but but that was way back. In, yeah, not killing me. You don't know where the fuck I am. You don't even know who I am. Well, he might. Anyway, uh, what I was saying is uh, I can't remember. What I was I We're the best men in both of our weddings. You're still married. Yep. Uh, I'm I, still married. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of history. A lot of history. And we talk all day long. You have to understand that constantly talk. Constantly talk. All our yeah, whole group from, of friends talk all day from the time you wake up until be- it's weird. And when you really talk, say it out loud, it's pretty fucking weird. Till you pass out in the chair and you wake up and talk some more. <laughs> right. It's strange. It's probably not been very healthy for me as a as being more social in my new environment. Well, back in the day, back in the day when you were in in California, and we were all over here on whatever east coast time uh you could wake up like in the night and you'd just be starting to rock and we could talk again now everybody's on the same time zone so right dies down yeah it was very different uh dynamic then because you guys go to bed at 11 that's like eight o'clock for me and then someone to get up to piss and check their phone and it'd be like my time 4 a.m or like no i'd be up when you guys got up to go to work (laughs) It's still up, rocking. Yeah, always still up when I'm got up and gone to work already. Yeah, you're still awake. Yeah, like crap. As my life crumbled around me, and I was still right. drinking myself into a stupor, which you know that worked out well. So, we, yeah, life was miserable. You made you made podcasts back then, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, behind the scenes, things weren't going so hot for old Bernsey. They weren't. Uh, wasn't a real good uh, situation happening we and you so you came to visit and i talked about this on the show and that's why we had to do a i had a week off was we did uh you came to visit 
And then we went to Grand Rapids and we and we rocked with uh with Jay. And when we got there, forgot, made a horrible mistake going into a gr- super Christian area. Oh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of, it's in a suburb. Completely forgot to buy weed at the fucking four weed stores we drove by right by my apartment on the way out of town. So I tell this story on the show, on the episode with Brooks, and you listen to it, and you're like, that's a fucking shitty rendition of that story. And to be fair, Brooks stepped all over it. Brooks, I don't know what he, he was in a piss mood or something. I don't know what's going on. Half the time I had Brooks on, piss mood, bridal piss mood. People are real crabs. When you move out of Los Angeles, you get real chill. So I tell, chill. This, I tell this story about buying the weed pen, and you said I fucked it all up, but I contend that Brooks stepped all over it. I'm going to let you try and recap this well, weed pen No, story. no, no. I, I think, uh, I think uh, you did a terrible job telling it, and then Brooks pointed out that you did a terrible job telling it, and... And it could have been better. Is all I was all I was saying. This is the cusp of how I'm here today because, you know, you're like, oh, you could tell it better. Right. So we rock out at Snows on what day was that? Friday? No, Saturday. Saturday. Two Saturday hours. we had Saturday. a pool, we had a pool party. Yeah, yeah. So we rocked. Out. That was that was the aforementioned wedgie. If, anyway. Well, that's then, on the on the uh, Patreon. You can hear a whole bunch of other of these stories. All right. Yeah, I didn't know how I didn't know how we cross reference. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Patreon.com slash power moves with Mike Burns. Support it. You get an extra episode every time I do an episode. Yeah. And this one, very, very interesting. It's gonna make this that it would make the flagship show a lot more fun for you if you had listened to it. But anyway, I digress. You go 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 forward. Anyway. Carl. I've never listened to the Patreon one either, you know, so just to be fair. No. Um, I ain't paying you to listen to you talk. You <laughs> just tell me. So yeah, that reminds me on the Patreon also, I'll get to the story on the Patreon also, just so everyone knows, we talked about how I was way poorer than you, but I just want to make sure everyone knows now that you are way poorer than me. All right. Just <laughs> right now. Yeah. Uh, I am. I'm yes. now way poor, way, absolutely way poorer than you now. <laughs> Definitely. That's all I want to point out there because I came up and like people might have listened to that and they think uh, this is broke ass. And now that was when I was little. I couldn't make no money then. God. Anyway, so we went to Snowman's on Sunday. Or no, Saturday. We went to Boxes on Sunday. Right. Drove across state to Grand Rapids, like whatever, two hours or something. Realized that we didn't have any tickets for the show. And so we get to the DNW, buy some beer, and and yeah. Mike here asks uh, the cashier who was. So the story can go all the way back to the cashier. I don't remember his name, but let's just call him Antonio. And he says, "You remember his name? No, I, I Antonio. Yeah, so, I can picture the guy. So, I know what he looked like, but I don't remember his definitely. name. Definitely, he had some hoop earrings and not very much hair, and not very much teeth. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, this later for the story. Anyway, he's like, Brenda, because I got an out-of-state license, and I'm figuring, all right, well, shit, man. I don't even, I don't even have any hair, and the hair I got is gray as shit. I'm old, man. You don't have to worry. But anyway, Mike goes through, gets carded as well. This guy's into it. 
And he says, uh, anywhere we could score some tickets. And he's like, do you know where a ticket dispensary is? And he says, uh, yeah, right up going to Grand Rapids. And I was like, well, we're not driving up into Grand Rapids to buy any tickets. We're just going to go to Box's house. So anyway, walk down out of the D&W, and there's a head shop, right? That's, it was just sold pipes. Whatever. Yeah, a fucking incense store. Incense store oh, yeah. with incense. like a bunch of fucking guys that look like they're from Clerks or Meth, the, some Meth of the Month club out front of the fucking yeah. store. Yeah. Everyone's got fucking forty-five <laughs> pieces of jewelry in their face. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that you left you left a lot of those details out the first time. Well, so I tried to navigate it up. with Brooks, and Brooks is yeah, fucking so stepping on it. So yeah. All right. So here's where we go. We leave the DNW and we walk down to the ticket dispenser store. Um, and then there are four, four, <laughs> the four horsemen of uh, really strange characters standing outside. And the one guy takes us in and he's got hair that kind of looks like a lion and like a thousand pins in his face. And he's trying to sell us whatever. And so Mike asks, Hey, can we get any tickets? And you gotta just understand. And so, Carl calls weed tickets. He, I don't know. You can't say it out loud like that. <laughs> what do you think that uh, anyone would assume that this is about? What do you think that anyone would assume this story is about? Not coming out of my mouth. Man. Yeah, it's not coming, not out, coming of out of my mouth. You gotta fucking We're move this story along. Movies, you know, move this thing along. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to give me the high sign. Be like, go, go, go. All right, so we walk outside. And the other, the trace amigos that are left out of the gruesome foursome that was out there, Mike says, hey, anybody know where we can score some tickets? And they start telling us, oh, no, the one pulls out her phone to, like, Google it. And, like, hey, shit, we can Google it. And then the other guy's, oh, yeah, it's right up here. You got to go downtown, Grand Rapids. And then we're not doing that. And so I walk back towards the car because I'm trying not to make eye contact because there's this, it's just a bad scene. One of them's in a wheelchair, right? So, uh, it's like an after school special grouping of people. Right. So maybe this story is just hard to tell. No, anyway. it's not hard to tell. So I go up and I'm like, hey, I need some fucking weed. Who wants to sell me some fucking weed? Does anyone have any weed? I'll buy it from you right now. I don't want to drive to Grand Rapids. I don't have time for that. I got to start drinking beer right now. I ask all these people. They're like, the guy's like, well, I got this weed pen. I have it right here. I just found it in my car. And he says, I got this. I just bought it this morning so I could go to the beach today. It was like 15 bucks for the cartridge. And it was uh, 12 bucks for the apparatus. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'll give you... Uh, thirty. Yeah, that's the part where that's the part where the story went good that, that you left off. He says, uh, "So this guy's got like a Hawaiian shirt on and some slacks and looks like uh, just scary a little bit." And and he says, "Oh yeah, I just bought this to go to the beach. I spent fifteen dollars for this cartridge and go inside and buy this pen part for eleven dollars." So all right. So Mike says, "I'll give you thirty dollars right now. Let me have it all." He goes, "No." I could sell you the cartridge, but it's like half empty. And then you can just go in and buy your own. He's like, all right, well, let's do that. And he's like, well, I could just sell you the whole thing for $21. So 
So he lowballs me for giving me more stuff than what fucking money that I had offered in the first place. It makes no sense, but that's when you're like some meth head who hangs out in front of a head shop all day. I have to assume that you're not very good with A, money, or B, thinking. So I give him, I'm like, all right, that's fine. I give him $21, and then he starts to walk away. And I feel bad now because I feel like I took advantage of a person with a mental issue due to the drugs that they ingest. So I grab another five. I go up. I go give him the five. I was in a good mood. We were having a good time. Twenty six bucks instead of thirty for all his shit. And now this motherfucker doesn't have a weed pen or a cartridge to go to the beach that he's supposed to go to shortly after I just made this transaction. It made no fucking sense. So really, he he wasn't gonna go to the beach, but I was I I try not to call him meth head because we didn't know that. You you had, know, how did how did you know? I don't think that have we gone that far, PC? That I can't call someone a fucking meth head if they look like a meth. No, head. I mean it paints a picture. Everyone knows exactly what he looks like now. That's what we left out before too. Hmm. That's why I said the story was hard to tell because you get to the point where you're gonna call a guy a meth head, and. Uh, <laughs> You, you pause. You're like, ah, oh, should I say that? I don't know if he does meth. But I don't know. I, I mean, he probably hadn't done meth yet that day because he seemed pretty regular. Right. But after he got that $26, he probably did go do. How much meth can you get for $26? I don't know. Never bought meth. I would assume you could get some. Seems like you'd get some. Thing is. I mean, I never bought meth either, obviously. But uh, I don't think you get much of anything for $26, can you? I don't know. I'd probably get some scraps. There's probably some like busted up chips of meth you could get. Yeah, maybe. Can we talk about boomers or no? Get a couple of um, uh, Vicodin. Oh, yeah, boomers are fun. Can we talk about boomers? Can I tell the boomer story? Or we have to fast forward yeah. past that? No, no, tell it. All right. Just so say boomers, though. We're, we got boomers. Or Carl's wife's got a big bag of boomers when I get there. Two bags. Two freezer bags filled with fucking boomers. I never saw this. I bought little bags of boomers. They had little bits of tea of boomers, but I never had saw that so many fucking boomers in bags ever before. And she got them in a shoebox. I'm like, holy shit. Open that thing up like motherfucking jewels with the briefcase of Pulp Fiction. And we're hanging Michigan out. Michigan is like the Wild West now. Oh, it's fantastic. Everything's good in Michigan. We're up in the UP and we're having a good time. We're hanging out in this garage. And Carl's wife. Gives us like a couple little boomers. We have a couple boomers. And then proceeds to take a fucking fistful, like a fistful, a, that, a full mouthful, and just just like I had a Beavis and Butthead whoa, moment of knowing what was going to come later. We're chilling. We're drinking, having a good time, having some laughs. And then we're sitting around in the garage, and it's just us. Which is cool to have eaten a big fucking mouthful of boomers. But now other old people start to show up like, hey, I got a six pack and we're have, we've been drinking all day. We're in a good mood. and You know, light beer, light beer inebed. And then me and Carl are sitting over there staring across the way and watching Mrs. Carl's brain just melt. <laughs> That's that's the same day we rode around in the carts too, right? So we've yes. already been with all those old people drinking, and right. then they were somewhere else, and then 
Right. Yeah. But you so could... they came back to the party. They were right back. They thought we were right on par with them. But no. We... no. But you could see it in her face. You could see the brain just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just trying to keep it together. And I do have to recommend, like, going out and into the middle of fucking nowhere becomes full Wild West. There are no laws. There's no fucking rules. No one tells anyone what to do. The people truly run the environment. They're sure there are some law enforcement that will tell you, like, if they happen to. I didn't ever see one the whole time we're there. I'm sure there's some. But they know what their place is. They know, like, hey, I can kind of give this guy a ticket sometimes and that. But you can't go and fuck with people's shit if they want to do some shit. And it's reasonable. You can't, like, be a, have a meth house or anything. But just, like, good time stuff. You can really get into it. Anyway, yeah, uh, up up there, they only they're only afraid of the DNR. You just the the DNR is who they run from. Right. Shit. That, that's the fucking cops. All times. That's the fucking cops. That, I don't. I never saw a cop there either. I guess. No. Let's move on. Uh, so our bud Snowman, he busted his ankle. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. he busted his ankle. After having a week off. Now, we have to explain this why. This is a thing for a snowman, though. Let's, let's lay some uh, uh, um, groundwork. Yeah, this we, is a... we have to explain that there's a pattern here. And you've heard snowman on the program. So snowman, he, every time he has time off from work or goes on vacation, he has some traumatic injury or illness that, that comes directly after that vacation, which makes him have to take off like a couple weeks or a week or a month. <laughs> it seems like it happens all the time, and it does. And well, I, he didn't start small. He didn't start small. He no. went for the gusto right away. Right. He went to work. And, I, and here's the thing. On Sunday, I went with his wife and his sister to my bar and we got ripped up on Sunday. And he's like, I got to stay home. I'm, I got to work tomorrow. I got to get right, take all my pills and, and um, sit my, my PT's pig tits ass on the couch and, and drink my Clemate and, and fucking oh, try and get right. Like this. Try and get right. <laughs> this is true. Gosh. I, don't I don't know if he listens. Oh, yeah, he'll listen to this. And then immediately goes to work and breaks his ankle. Yeah, but the the background story is like the first time that snow starts this um, seemingly every time he takes time off, he almost dies and then has to take more time off. One time he started with a heart attack. So it just like, <laughs> bam, I ain't fucking around. This is how I do it. One time was a serious heart attack. There's been a back injury. There's been another ankle injury. There's been COVID twice. There's been bronchitis. That was a big one. The, like super bad bronchitis. But this pattern <laughs> keeps happening over and over and over again. And it's almost as though his body and his brain have come to this uh, conclusion that they hate going back to work so much that they figure out a way <laughs> to get out of work. Yeah, that's, that's definitely got to be a syndrome. Like when your mom thinks you're sick all the time, what well, that's a syndrome, right? I, so when you think you're going to die because you got to go back to work because you hate work so bad. Uh huh. And I was in the pool with him during the vacay. And he's like, I don't want to go back to work. And I was like, dude, 
cut off a, a pinky or not a pinky, a, a, a baby toe or something. Cut off a toe. He's like, I don't want that. Fucking, I'd rather all that pain. I don't want all that pain. I'd rather go to work. I'm like, well, I guess you got to go to work then. And you're not going to get disability. And he goes to work and immediately breaks his ankle. And now is off until the 7th of... That's the 7th of August. September. We're still in July. This is... And so... Yeah, we're still in July. I did the math. It's like 44 days. He'll have a total of 44 days off for this. And he's going to the doctors. He's got a bone chip in there. I find it strange, Carl. I find it very strange that he is not, unless I missed it, because I will miss things. I find it strange that he has not told us what happened exactly. Why? No, he not, has not elaborated on the broken ankle mm -hmm. at all. He said that he hurt his ankle because we talk all day. So, oh, shit, I hurt my ankle. But he's, he likes to complain about stuff. But I hurt him. You know? All we've talked about for all day, everybody, is that this happened again. And he, and every time he gets asked, how did it happen, will not respond or did respond one time to K-Money and said that um, let's not get into that. What the fuck happened? What happened? Uh -huh. Because he could just lie. He could have just said, I stepped on a fucking someone's sidewalk crack where they do the edging. Bang. That happens to everybody. It'd be really easy. Why is he not telling us? Right. <laughs> what What's going um, on? And, and his wife. probably not that, right, like, really great, though. He probably just tripped down the stairs or. No. It's something you know, he knows his balls would get busted wife for. kicked him in the ankles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now. She's oh. already pissed at him. All he keeps talking about is she's so pissed at him. Yes, yeah, she's not. She probably, she probably fucking took the nine iron to his ankle. He says he's not happy. Because. Not happy. And you made a good point earlier today that he needs to check into rehab or someplace safe. Because this always happens after a vacation or time off. At the end of this 44-day stint, he'll go back to work a little bit, but then's immediately going out, of, out to Tennessee for vacation. So what's going to happen after that? It has to be something. Oh, the vacation is after he goes back to work. Yeah, he goes, he goes back to work after 44 days off for, for like a week, and then he goes to Nashville. <laughs> Oh, I thought the vacation was wrapped up in it. No. That's ridiculous. No, you Kyle. can't take <laughs> two months off. He's already on vacation before he broke his ankle. I know. On vacation, 44 the days off. going to be off for like 60 days. <laughs> right. I know. That's what makes this all the sweeter. I called it out. And he said, well, I had the conversation with my boss and it's going to be fine. You know, they already got the plane tickets and stuff. So they got to go. Wild, wild stuff. Wild. Wife, wife is not happy because I'll tell you what wives don't like. They don't like when you lay on the couch. Happiness. For they don't like happiness. For 44 days while they're working. And she works from home, so she's very around. Absolutely not. That's happiness. They dislike happiness. I love my wife. But whenever I'm really, really happy, 
something's gonna say you better tone it down uh-huh well luckily i don't like your happiness <laughs> you can't you can't have any joy that's why i live alone no. carl that's why i live alone i like to be happy too much and do things that give me joy and uh i don't like to say no to myself when i want them and then relationships but you've fall given up you've already offered up a plan for how you're going to get married again yes that's on patreon a big long plan of me uh, sh- scoring a sugar mama you can hear it power moves my um so snow's got this walking boot that he says is too hot and will be smelling bad soon which really grossed me out today but he does have a scoot on the way with a basket for beers and snacks so he's gonna be and i've been i've been in the, been to his house a million times i'm there like a couple times a week i don't it doesn't there's a lot of like stuff i don't think he can like push that big ass scooter thing around there he He's got a fucking walking boot. Walk your ass to the kitchen, motherfucker. No. It's a walking boot. If you needed a cast, they would have put a fucking cast on it. It's a walking boot. It's totally functional to walk to the kitchen. Motherfuckers come to work all the time with walking boots on. Well, he's getting waited on. He's getting his stuff brought had, to him in the walking boot. He leaves the walking I boot had on. Some bitch that I worked with one time, he wore the walking boot so long, they had to build him a shoe for the other foot. That had some razor on it because he was walking all lopsided for so long. You can go to work with a walking boot. It's wild. So on top of this, so he hasn't been to the doctor yet at this point. When this next detail I'm going to give you, he was just at home. Today's the day when we're recording this Wednesday is the day and that happened on Tuesday is the day that he uh, fucked it all up. But Snake, our buddy Snake, yesterday called him a loser because he couldn't hike sand dunes with his loser angst. (laughs) His weak loser angst. (laughs) And then Snake proceeds to send us sexy shirtless pics of him on sand dunes. (laughs) That, that, That was him? Yeah, that was him. That's him. Let's pick a him. The fuck? So he said, he sent his pictures of him? Yeah. He said he was by himself, but he wasn't. He sent a sexy. Because Snake thinks he's real sexy. He thinks he's this real sexy guy. So he sends us these sexy shirtless pics on sand dunes. That, his fucking name Snake. He's got to be fucking kind of sexy. Yeah. But right. it, he's got a nice bod. It's okay. It's not like ripped. It's just like, you know, it's a guy who, who just only eats like fucking broccoli for lunch or something body he, no top buns i i came to this They're realization psycho after he sent that i was like who took the picture the sexy shirtless pics probably his kid which has got to be a strange scenario hey uh son get some sexy pics of your old man to send to his mid mid 40s friends <laughs> see i thought it was the kid and now it all seems terrible either way. So I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want any part of it. I'm done with it. Go climb your sand dunes, man. I need to give some more snake details. Um, yeah. that we'll make this context even more clear. This is a guy who, when it's like 50 degrees out, runs around his work area at lunchtime with the shirt off. He leaves work. With no shirt on, then comes back after lunch, 
no shirt on and puts his shirt back on. Like I gotta look sexy, man. I gotta look sexy for the mom. For ah. no, for like who though? Like the neighbors? Like you work there. People must see you. If you work, if you take your shirt off and run around work when it's cold out, you're the psycho. You're now the psycho at work. Oh yeah. Definitely. Everyone knows that. And then when you come back from being this doing this psycho stuff, he eats a lunch of like a can of sardines and some fucking. I was just gonna say that. Go microwave some fish. <laughs> microwave some fish, or just like a can of fish that he eats out of the can, and then some rotten cabbage. That's his lunch, and uh, <laughs> everyone sees this happening. But I just don't understand. Everybody knows this is got it good, right? I don't understand dudes who have an obsession to look hot for other dads. That stuff. <laughs> There's a pattern of this. Yeah, this, I mean, here's yeah. here's the other story. Here's the other story. He's trying to look mun doing pull-ups at a during a great school soccer practice, and then busted his eye open a, like a year ago because he was trying to show off for a bunch of kids. Was this shirt? I got, I got I got pictures of that. I, that was good. That was good. Lots of shops there. Lots of shops. Really incredible. Won't eat top buns. Black either. guy. Won't eat top buns. Don't. Oh, yeah, I gave that away earlier, but no, nah, like, I don't know. Maybe this is a culture. Maybe people, there are a lot of people that don't eat their top bun. Go out to fast food <laughs> five times a fucking week, but are going to be healthy <laughs> and don't eat the top fucking bun. Maybe that's a thing. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's very but possible. Shit. If you're going to go spend your hard-earned dollars on bullshit food that's overpriced, eat it all. Throw half of it away. Well, you can't eat it all if you want to look sexy for the other dads. They're at the grade school soccer practice. <laughs> well, the the yeah. So so what we're saying is the big fat slob nasties that eat all the McDonald's, <laughs> they're terrible. But if I take the top bun off, I'm be fucking <laughs> right. All right. It doesn't seem like a good dietary uh, plan whatsoever. It's a it's a fucking hamburger from a fast food at least three times a week. At least Captain three times Health. A week. Yeah, like gets like two or like a quad like four time burger from Wendy's, but then doesn't eat the top bun. No top bun, yeah. So hell. So good. Should mention that um during Carl's visit we also saw a big toilet. Big update on big toilet. Looks like a dead body washed up on shore now. It literally looks bad. Knocking on death's door. There's some real problems going on. <laughs> Big toilet. Um, was a fan favorite uh, for a long time. Uh, used to be uh, pretty yoked. And uh, now looks like, yeah, like, um, you know, if John Wayne Gacy got murdered and then washed up on shore uh, like a week later. <laughs> uh, so I'm a little hesitant here because I've already stated that. The shit I give to Big Toilet was always predicated on the idea that I probably ain't going to see him. And then I seen him. And I might see him again in the future. And I don't want him to kill me. He and would because he would definitely, um, I think, murder us. But it's not really definitely. worth it. It's not really worth it. It has to be other people that he wants to murder. He's angry at everybody all the time. So, I, But he talks to us. 
Yeah, we're not nice. Yeah, but his brain is oatmeal. There's no way he retains like specific Gosh, information. Stop. All he says is mean stuff to me. I don't fucking. I'm not scared of big toilet. Like you can't be. You can't back back down from bully. You can't. You need to go straight forward and go right at big toilet. Mashed potato brains. Looks like it looks like a dead body. And um, <laughs> who knows? I, I want to put a little disclaimer here that Carl has not not um, checked off or voted up on all of those observations. Some of them are mildly true. One of his feet doesn't Definitely. work anymore. <laughs> and shit is likely going south. Likely. Got but something called Dropfoot, and he used to drink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! On top hey. of all of it. Oh my God! Oh my God! Wow! This is what everyone that <laughs> this is what everyone of these assholes that we talk to every day that said, "Oh, why don't you go on the show? Then if you got so many great ideas, this is what they all deserve: the fire, the freaking burn them down." So all let's get he says. All he says to me, the only things he says to me are insults, mean insults all day long. So much so that we've had to ban him from several chat threads and he is only allowed to be on one now, I think. That's it. No, he's on one. He's on one that's no one's on. That's he's on about, two. He's on the he's shitty. Not a, he's not a one. He, he's There's on, only one. George is, uh, Ogre is the only one. He's on the shitty. He's, on. he's on the shitty politics thread that you're not on. Oh, he's on three. I'm not on that one. I ain't on that. Yeah, one. it's not fun. It's awful. And then there's the fucking uh, the food one that he's on. But all he does is insult me. So if I want to call him a fucking dead body with mashed potato brains, I'll fucking say it. I've tried to help. Balls him. deep, man. Balls deep. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried to help Big Toilet, but you should, if you love Big Toilet, I'm not saying you should, but if you do, I would say now is a good time to start saying some prayers for old Toit, because it's not looking bueno at all. Carl and I work construction together in uh, summer times, college. Summertime pool. And we worked with a guy that was our junior high basketball coach. And who was a nice man who seemed semi-normal when he was our coach. But then we grew up and we went and had, um, we became employed by a coach. And turns out, raging fucking lunatic. Great, very entertaining, wild person. Very wild. And I've written a lot of these stories out on uh, the Patreon. There's all these coach stories. And I wrote, I jotted some ideas down here, Carl, because I want, I, I was excited that someone could back me up that this shit is fucking true. That if you read those stories, which are pretty fucking disturbing at points. Certainly. <laughs> but I, I mean, in retrospect, in retrospect, now that we're, uh, we're, we are oh, way older than Coach was when he was employing us. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. like, Coach was probably, 36 and we were 18 he's bit probably double our age right then so mm -hmm. and yeah he had a wife that and fam and he's running a business so in retrospect maybe not psycho just maybe right away, you know very so, but very stuff very dad boner 
antics. A lot definitely, of it. Definitely, definitely. But that's that's regular guy nowadays, right? Like sure. A lot. Sure. But there are certain we things. We just got through ripping on all our friends that act like that. <laughs> there are certain things that were highly entertaining. See, oh, yeah. This is a man who didn't have any of his own money. His wife controlled all the money. So he had an allowance for lunch every day that was like five bucks. But Coach had expensive tastes. So Coach wanted to go out for Hooters or these big lunches and eat like 20 wings and go after work to Hooters and drink pitchers. And then would borrow money from me and fucking Carl. We didn't have very much money that he had paid us so he could eat. But paid us in cash, which was nice. <laughs> right. But I don't always recall Coach paying his money back for when he bought us all those Hooters. We bought him all the Hooters chip, chicken wings because he only had five bucks. Cigarettes. I fucking should have. We were getting paid while we were doing it. So we paid $10 for some Hooters wings, and he paid us $10 that hour to hang out with him. He's, he's a fucking pretty cool guy. Bummed, bummed all our cigarettes from us. And yeah, he didn't even smoke when we started. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, let, let, let me try one of those. I, I, I'm guessing he had smoked in the past, though, because he. Oh, in his lifetime, but he wasn't allowed to. Remember, he always had to, like, Febreze's ass to go and see his, his wife. I don't think his wife got close enough to him to ever smell the cigarette smoke. Also, no, he, he really did, did teach us the real husband wife dynamic, as probably it's normally. Yeah, I didn't ever uh, know that that some men didn't have any control of the money and they have to only live on the $5 that they're given every day. The first day. Hey I, man, you're swinging close to home here, man. You're swinging that's your fucking problem. Everything. I say a lot of things on this show that are about me too. That's how it fucking works. First day I go into work. You started like the next week or something. First day yep. I get in the truck. He looks at me, he goes, Hey Mike. I've been taking the, this is the first thing he says to me. I'm all I'm on jacked on those Tony little diet pills and I could rip your fucking head off right now. And then just turned or turned away from me and then started the truck. And that's how it all started. He yeah. did. He did so many psychotic things that I know you think that the, some of them are normal. But there was just a look in his eye of a wild man who at one point told us that he dropped out of school and did acid every day while he hustled people in foosball. Like 72 days, he said. 72 days. I had, a, I had a sheet of 72 hits of acid. I did it for 72 days. Sounds like a crazy made-up story. No, not fucking crazy or made up because what we saw in other instances, he had some brain that worked in a strange way. We were dr- building pools. We would, and he's very good at building pools, and we enjoyed that job. Yeah, he, 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 this fucking guy, was would be driving down, in a, in, <laughs> in BFE, and he'd be eating a little Debbie snack cake, and smoking a joint, and have a cigarette with an ash, like all the way the whole cigarette was ash, and fucking with the radio, and have like a porn mag on his lap. And then all of a sudden would just point off to the side of the car and say deer. And there'd be a deer like a football field away. His brain worked in a very strange fashion 
for being You're very observant mm-hmm. with lots of distractions. Yes, very observant. And that truck was a complete nightmare. Do you remember the hot box, the truck game? When we would put yes. sweatshirts on, obviously sweatshirts yeah. on, no air conditioning. I don't remember the uh, reason why we're. I remember saying, "Sweat it out, sweat it out." Let's let's all let's backtrack and 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 um, establish that we were um, only like nineteen, right? Twenty. We were we were drinking and partying and having a good time, but we were. Still pretty young. But I feel like that was a him thing, that he wanted to see how long we could all sit in the truck with the windows Oh, out. yeah. I fell out in his front yard one time. I said, I got out of the truck and fell in the front yard. I just laid there in his lawn. And it was like trying to kill me. Oh, here's why we do it. Because it felt cooler <laughs> when you get out. So if it was hot in July, like 95, and we'd been in the bottom of a fucking pool all day doing concrete shit, we would go in the truck after work, and then we would put, all our, we'd put our hoodies on, and the hood's up and turn the heat on and sit there for like fucking 20 minutes and chain smoke cigarettes and smoke tickets and drink beers or whatever the fuck. And then Fonzo, our bud, would like rip farts because he ate big bite chili cheese hot dogs all the time. And we just have to sit there and die. And it, we could have had a heat stroke. But then when you got out, it was nice and cool. Yeah, yeah, it was all about it was all about the reward. You got to get towards the reward. <laughs> so, suffer through uh, heat and farts and whatever else. So it doesn't feel hot for like a fucking half hour. You sit there and suffer, and then you don't get you feel not hot anymore. It's just in fucking insane. Yeah, I'm 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 back to. He was a psycho, man. That was stupid. That's the stupidest shit we might have ever did. Right. Someone could have died. <laughs> heat on. Heat on. Fuck. Heat on. For sure. For sure. On a 95-degree day. Heat on. Hey, listen. Here's here's one thing, though. Uh, maybe it was 95. It was hot as hell here today, boy. I just wanted to die. It's so hot. Well, you have air. There's a heat wave. How hot is it there? It's like 96 degrees no. for real here today, with, with like 90 percent humidity. It rained like three times. It's disgusting. It's too much. I don't like wet and hot. Wet and hot fucking sucks. It's too. Well, it, wet and hot is is all right sometimes. Okay, yeah. So, well, all right sometimes, but like warm, <laughs> wet, and warm, hot. <laughs> ah. I like warm. I don't. Ah! Not too hot. So this is what I thought of this in the shower, and I was like, well, I want to talk about Coach a little bit. So we went at one point, and I think about this a lot, to a strip club. That was, I don't know where it was. I know it was. Sibs. Sibs? It was called Sibs? It was called Sibs. Yeah, yeah. I did. I never, I could never remember the it name. Was, so, uh, it was, a, uh. It was out in the thumb, man. It was out in the thumb uh, when we were, yeah, yeah, Sibs for sure. Sibs like like Reese or some shit like that. Somewhere mm-hmm. about is Reese the town that has the hill that goes? I don't know. Something like that. But out there, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the thumb of Sibs. Michigan. It's a place you could you could get killed at and then be never seen again very easily. It's the type of place that you could do that. So we went to malicious, this- malicious. Malicious town. Yeah. That's where those malicious were. Yeah, super malicious stuff. 
So we go to this strip club, which is a white house, from my recollection, with a sheet over the door to go inside. And then the floor is essentially dirt. I don't rec- In my head, it was dirt. It could have just been super dirty and a lot of dirt in there. And some guy had a stereo system set up on a on a um, card table. And some Cinderella came on. And then a chick came out with no bottoms on and a white T-shirt that was very dirty and no shoes. Black foot, uh, dirty feet. And then just started doing the dance while we sat on some random chairs. And I think he brought change in. Did he bring in a Gatorade jug of change to pay for stuff? I don't know, but that was an important jug of change that he had a lot of uh, a lot of plans for. Yeah. I, I remember when he picked up the, the lady and said, what would you do for all that change? Yeah. You told the wrong motherfucker that. That was what he did. Oh, yeah, that was his response. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, what do I got to do for all that change? Uh I know. He he would go and he would kick it with some lot lizards. And a lot lizard got in his truck and said, man, I'd do anything for all that change. He goes, you just told the wrong motherfucker that. And he was like, then I didn't have any change anymore. (laughs) I think that's where I was getting at with where, like, Coach was maybe just regular, regular. Because, like, he would just... He just wanted to explore all of his options back then. And, you know, when you get to be an old married man, you got, like, no options is what, it, is what he taught us. Sure. but I th- Maybe psycho, too. I think, he, I think he got a beach once for that change and then forever needed to have that change jug full only for emergencies, which were beach from lot lizard emergencies. <laughs> And he didn't have any money. I remember it was me, you, and Fonz, and we're in this dirt floor fucking militia town strip club that's just a house with a sheet for a door and the dirty T-shirt chick stripping. And yeah, I think the just, only light was, like, the light from the window. Yeah. I think we, I just, yeah. Maybe, like, one shitty light on the stage, but it was just dark. And then we Which gave. It was awesome. It, it's kind of, it's a fun life experience. I remember they had beers just in a cooler on the ground that were a buck. And they caught. Yeah, just, that's what I was trying to remember is did we bring our own beers mm-mm. or was it uh, they had beers? They had beers. They were a buck. So I bet I'm guessing we were tipping like a dollar and like 50 cents for a tip. Like the beer was a buck and we were doing that. We were like 19. We were all dirty and working. So it seemed like we just belonged. What well, was a rain out? And that's what happens when yeah. we um, would have a rain out. We would find some mischief to get into, and then we'd still get paid. Maybe it paid us to hang out. It was awesome, right? So we're in this place, and I can't. I can't believe that something bad never happened to either of us during this whole time. How is that? There's no one cut their finger off. I got electrocuted once. But just like a shock, because I was put, you were gone. I was putting in his liner of his house, and we were trying to get it done in the rain, and the sump pump fucking got clipped with the water. Uh, you already seen enough people get shocked from that sump pump. You should have learned. Mm. You maybe should have learned. No, it's because fucking Joe was like, motherfucker, we need Coach. to get this done. Coach, you need to get this fucking shit done. 
Yeah. I wonder what happened Probably. to him. I wonder what happened to him. I know he's divorced. You do know that. Yes, I do know he's divorced. I don't know that. I know I where his know. wife works. How many kids did he have? Two? I think two. And a dog mm-hmm. named Rock oh. and Roll. <laughs> Uh, I thought the dog's name was Whole Lot of Lead. No, it's Rocky. I would like to find him. Right? Well, maybe he listens. I know. I'm sure he doesn't. He's an old. He's old. <laughs> he's, no, he's not like I'm shit. You. That's the same guy. He's off doing Joe shit. He's doing fucking coacher yeah. shit right now. Yeah. I need to work know about. boots. I, if one thing I only remember about coaches, he always had jeans and work boots on. Didn't matter. You're a big motherfucker. Basketball practice. Big gorilla Anything. motherfucker. Look like a fucking yeah. gorilla. With his shirt off, he's yeah. he's soft in the tum. He's a big, powerful guy. Would really rip your head off if he wanted to. He'd really kill you. Big fucking right. catcher's mitt hands. It's fucking scary. Oh, yeah. His fingers were huge. Fucking scary guy. And then our buddy who played football used to work with us. And he was like fucking 6'5", 300 pounds. And he was big. Like way bigger than coach. But without that comparison, I thought Joe was like the biggest, like fucking strongest oh, animal person I'd ever yeah. seen. Remember when he used to throw basketballs at people's head mm-hmm. at practice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's when you learn, like, this guy might be crazy. He would make us sit there in a line after we sucked on the floor. Against the wall. Against the brick wall, the cinder block wall on the floor. And he would throw the fucking ball as hard as, we, as he could right above our head. Bang. Bang, yeah. bang. If it hit yeah. one of those kids, it, it, their fucking head would have exploded. Dead. Yeah. Oh, we were really hurt. We were really hurt. Really? You'd be going to the hospital. You'd have a concussion <laughs> for sure. That's crazy. That's, that really happened. We also worked with a guy named Hondo Rondo. Me and Carl are with Hondo Rondo. Joe's not there. He's off on another job or something. We're at Taco Bell. And... We're eating Taco Bell. And Hondo Rondo has got the water cup deal with stealing the pop and whatnot. And he's we're sitting and he's a big stick thin fucking stoner guy. Like Todd Beavis and Butthead. Hondo Rondo was straight up that guy with the wiry mustache, real just dirtbag guy. Didn't wear boots. Sweet boot. Camaro. Di- Sweet Camaro didn't wear boots. I mean, yeah, he was like a fucking cartoon version of a eighties stoner guy. This is incredible. We're all eating our Taco Bell, and he leans over. And we don't, we're not like pals. We just kind of shine him on because he's an idiot. Me and Carl are not. <laughs> so he says, hey, you guys want to see a picture of my old lady? And we're like, yeah, 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 let's see her. And he whips his wallet out, and boy, just a real horrific sight in his wallet. And he goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> she ain't much to look at, but she sure can fuck. And then he put it back in his wallet and kept eating his Taco Bell, which just rolled <laughs> We rolled. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can, I mean, let, can you imagine carrying pictures of your babe in your wallet? I mean, that's, it, and and then tell them that it's like, oh, my God. You just pulled that out on purpose. It, it was something that I had not experienced in life before, and most of these things were. What, like at, the, at age 19, I didn't think – I can't imagine anyone, like, A, admitting the person they – are in love with is disgust and know that openly <laughs> and tell you that and carry a picture of them. But be like the idea of at that age, like you you just like, you're not 
trying to get with someone who can fuck. It's just like, I don't want a pretty girl who maybe will let me have sex with her. This guy had gone past and taught me a lesson of like, yep, you know, sometimes people are fucking gross, but you have to have sex with them. Like, wow, I guess that's. Yeah, a- I mean, that has to be the only reason. Like, like thinking back, like I had thought about this, but what was the motivation to pull your wallet out, Rondo, right. and show us this disgusting <laughs> picture that you have already um, agreed that this is a disgusting picture? Why would like, you this show is us? A- yeah, why- what's the motivation? Why would you do that? Why did you ask? Why did you ask? Yeah, like, we weren't trying to ask about it. Like, oh, I think Rondo's probably got a dime piece. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, neither of us were like, oh, man. Hey, can we please see a picture of your girlfriend, please? No. Yeah, definitely. Let's see it. And then we're like, oh. <laughs> he, want, he needed to show us what? this. Yeah. This puke Why did you bring this up? Why is this a subject of conversation? I don't know. It's one of life's yeah. great mysteries. Was it to let us know, like, was it a power move that, like, AI gets mine? Was it like that? Like, you guys probably ain't fucking had it yet, but this is how I get down. Was that Shit. Was that the proof? Was it the proof? Maybe. Was that, what, was that why he needed to show us? Like, well, you guys probably won't believe that I nail chicks, so I need to show them a picture. And they would never believe. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe she didn't exist. And he's like, "Well, no one's gonna believe if I have a hot chick in my phone. If I take this this uh, gross yeah. out, <laughs> I, I remember. Yeah, I mean, I remember being real bad. It was real bad. Yeah, she was. It was like her freaking. It was like her senior picture or something too. <laughs> yeah. like a portrait. It was like a portrait in his. But like, just imagine whipping out your wallet and saying, "Check out my babe." <laughs> Who does that? Why would you do that? Jaw, jaw-droppingly bad. <laughs> jaw-droppingly bad. <laughs> We're trying to eat fucking chips and cheese here, man. <laughs> Why am I looking at this, babe? <laughs> Why did you need to show me this? Hey, hey, want to see? A, I got a picture. You want to see a picture of my uh, my the shit I took this morning? Like, what? Uh, yep. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you go. Why is that in your wallet? Yep. That's uh. It's, it ain't much to look at, but it felt good coming out. So, a real toilet behavior. I think maybe that was an OG toilet. That was like just teaching us about this is a this is a type of person. <laughs> big toilet, <laughs> fucking big, big toilet babes, man. Oh boy, there's a long laundry list. The other night he said he got it in though. He did. He said he did, got he did a two bagger. He said he. He he knocked one out and then he went over and his uh and his buddy let him fuck his wife. That's what toilet did this week. <laughs> wait 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 wait. I missed something here. What, this you missed week, this? I missed this. It was earlier was it this on the, was on the on the politics thread. Yeah, early earlier this week. No, I don't know where. It was. I I don't know nothing about this. Oh. This is brand new to me. I don't believe it, but I earlier this week. Toilet said that he had just got done uh, like banging kegerator or mini fridge or whatever her name is. <laughs> and then he was on his way over to uh, bang his buddy's wife <laughs> who's let him bang before. 
and um, he, he's gonna, and the guy's gonna like watch, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, and so, so we've already established that toilet is is a little worse for wear right now. <laughs> yeah, is that not a pretty picture? So, so he accidentally sends a photo, a screenshot of the buddy's like phone number or something, because he's fucking toilet drunk. He's shitty dumb drunk and he's doing god knows what with with these these women that he hangs out with and so i look up so i get the name and then i pull up the facebook because he was supposed to send something else but he accidentally spent the buddy's name and now i've got like the buddy and the wife like you know couples photos that's the fucking profile photo and they're like at functions and shit and i was like Oh man, this is fucking. I'm not judging. If you want to do that kind of thing, if you're into the hey, cuck man. lifestyle, the hot wife lifestyle, more power hot to wives, you. Hot wives, man. <laughs> more power to you. But man, seems like it, it'd probably be pretty cool, you know. But uh, sure, sure. But like, uh, toilet not looks again. not if it's a it's not if it's a Rondo's wallet <laughs> girlfriend, babe, and toilet. That seems terrible. That's a terrible thing. It's just more bad. It's just yeah. more. And then, what if they had not seen the new toilet? Maybe the last time he was just Hulk dog and rolled up there and like laid it right and was like fucking boom yeah. And this time he rolled in fucking with. <laughs> With dragging, <laughs> dragging his dead foot, fucking, <laughs> fucking John Wayne Gacy washed up dead body. Like I'm here, oh, yeah. just, <laughs> I'm just, here to bang you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you unattractive, unattractive is just a nice way. To say. Really, pretty sure. And leaving out a whole bunch of stuff too. I, mean, it can only go so hard. <laughs> oh, you gotta understand. I kill you. Well, also, he's a big piece of trash, and you can say whatever you want about him. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about, don't care about his feelings. I'm a horrible person. That's why I had to take him off the show. Just Ah, oh, trash. Come on, guys. I, I like him fine sometimes, and he's probably going to kill me. He'll never hear this. Right. That's all I'm angling for no death here. Well, let's just not uh, make it known that this ever happened. And I'm yeah, sure he won't listen. He some, even know how fucking, to work some rat like snake will fucking tell him. Some rat like snake is gonna fuck. You know what I'm afraid of out of this episode is that I get like some sincere side fucking messages, which I fuck. Hey, wasn't very cool what you said. Are you a motherfucker? <laughs> I hate that shit. Don't give me that fucking. Hey, man, not very cool what you said about uh, toilet. Fucking his name. Oh, someone else sticking up for someone else? Shit. Erase that. Nobody better come to the defense of anybody. Yeah, but the guys that had shots fired on him might tell him because they already had shots fired on him, so they're going to form an alliance. And that's when Tola can't figure out how to listen to a podcast. I think he might have listened no, to. No, he don't know how. No, he tries to type it into his Garmin. His Garmin. It's like power moves with Mike Burns. Power moves with Mike Burns is then forty-five miles. There's no, yeah, I, I, I would, I would not put that past him. I think he would type that in. I'll listen to it on here. Well, if you have a Garvin, you're probably having some other um, 
brain technologies going down the tubes. <laughs> Let's do some power tube. My show of the week, movie of the week, is facing Nolan. Freshly was uh, available for uh, rental on uh, Apple and probably on, you know, your Amazons and whatnot, your Bezos for five ninety nine. Fucking fantastic. Incredible reviews. It is a great retrospective on Nolan Ryan. Great bio uh, bio bio. What are they called? Documentary. I'm, I'm, I'm my brain has gotten so stupid and mush from talking about Big Toilet that I can't even describe what I watched facing Nolan. You're a baseball fan. You're a sports fan. You love nostalgia, which Carl does not because he's a fucking weirdo. Facing yeah, Nolan I don't, is I don't fucking... like the nostalgia. No, you don't like nostalgia. I don't like to remember stuff. But I did start watching The Winning Time. I watched like uh, three or four episodes, but I'll never finish that. So my watching right now is, uh, just started last night, Pentaverate. I think I said it right. It's Mike Myers. It's classic Mike Myers. It, it made me laugh like crazy last night. I only watched half of them. It's like a three-hour Mike Myers movie with dick jokes and... Rips on Canadians pretty good. It's made me laugh and it was funny. So, uh, uh, Pentaveri. It's a stupid ass premise, but it's pretty funny. It's that name is the worst fucking too, name. Too worst. hard to say. Hard to say. Doesn't, no one knows what it means. Also, it's fucking Mike Myers. Make it big and dumb, just like dumbass. Call it dumbass or something. I don't hey. fucking know what it is. I didn't know it was Mike All Myers. All I want to say. All I want to say is if you if you like Mike Myers, Austin Powers, you know, those double entendre or whatever you want to call jokes, it's good. It's really, really good. It is. I'm, I'm endorsing it, even though you don't care what I say. I'll force it. I'll eventually force that show. I just have a long list of crap that I'm trying to plow through. Let's do some power grooves. So Carl has this theory that meatloafs. I'd do anything for love is about eating butt. And you think you've retracted this opinion? Not, not eating butt. Right. I would do anything for love, but not that. Which essentially makes it about eating butt. But he's, you're, you think your theory is that, that, that song is about he meatloaf won't eat the butt. Right. Right. I mean, I thought that was, I thought everyone already knew that. I, didn't. Um, I mean, I might have learned since the weekend that that was wrong, but up until the weekend, what's the little acronym that says today's the day I learned or whatever? I, I thought it was about eating butt. I swear to God. Maybe it is. Not eating butt. Maybe it is because back then that was like taboo, but now like everyone eats butt, I guess. That's what I hear. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So what is it about? But I mean, but what else is it about? I didn't look it up. I did look up who the chick was. I didn't was. look it up either. I, I didn't know you were going to bring it up or else I would have because uh, I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Well, then we'd have the answer but, it wouldn't be any fun to talk about. Right, right, right. Exactly. But if Meatloaf, if Meatloaf won't eat the butt for love, then there's something wrong with the world because... He looks like a guy who should be eating the butt. He looks like a guy who should be eating all the butt. His name is Meatloaf. Yeah, he's a yes, big, hefty definitely. guy with a big appetite. You would think he would want to be a clean plate club and <laughs> eat the butt. Yeah. 
eat the pussy, eat every motherfucking thing. Um, uh, Sam, one of my favorite lines. Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. It used yeah. to only be in the director's cut of, of True Romance. Now it's in the regular one, which I appreciate. I the pussy, I the butt, I every motherfucking thing. Every motherfucking thing. So we'll never know. And also, then, did you say it or me? But no, you should weigh in. If if you have been led in through life that anything for love but won't do that is eating butt. I don't know what else it could be. But it doesn't seem like that would be the topic for a mass-produced, mass, <laughs> super popular, like, long rock opera type song. <laughs> It seems like he's really like adamant that he doesn't want to eat the butt. And then I watched the video today and the chick in the video, Lorraine Crosby is her name. She's an English singer. I don't think she had much of a a career after that, but she is so smoking. She's got that big schnoz that I like. Oh, boy. She looked like someone. She eat the butt. She looks like a butt you would want to eat. Especially if you're meatloaf with an opportunity. And if you're singing a song about it and you wrote all this shit down, you probably have been requested to eat some butt. And you're like, no, I'll do anything for that for you, but not I'm not doing that. Like, whoa, it's where poop comes out. Grow up. Fucking grow up. Yeah, it's where poop comes out. Fucking you clean it up. Clean it up. Take a hot shower together. Do it in the hot tub or something. Fucking meatloaf. You square. You fucking (laughs) unenlightened square. Heat of the moment. You just got to get after it. That's all, that's always been my motto. But uh-huh. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. It's what I thought. And, you know. Well, now he's wrong. dead. I mean, that's the thing. You only regret. Well, so he can never tell us. <laughs> yeah, we can never. We'll never so I'm right. No, oh, no, I'm right then. Shit. If no one, it's like it's like when they ask you to like uh, think what the author meant. You don't know what the author meant from anything. So if I don't, I'm right. I was going to get the the lyrics out and then try and break them down, but it just seemed it seemed tedious. Also, yeah, I think it might be pretty obvious if you listen mm, to the lyrics. I don't know if it is, because what is what is the that? And then I brought up that Hall and Oates, I can't go for that. Is that about eating? That about? As well? Is that about? Uh, is it, it? I don't know. It's around the same time. It's the same, you know, general are, arena of time. Is no can do. Yeah, no can do. What is it? Or is it about getting pegged? Because whoa, that's just, that's a difference. Mm-hmm. I dated someone who really wanted to peg me real bad. You'll know her as Lollipop. Lollipop wanted to bang me in the butt so bad, like constantly, oh. always asking me, "Come on, let me do it." She didn't want to do it because it was hot and sexual. She just wanted to do it because she thought it was funny. She's like constantly, like, "Please, come on." I'll do like I'll do this for you. I'll do whatever you want. Just let me bang you in the butt. And I just I, I I'll tell you, Carl. There was some time. So how I, was it? Uh, it was pretty high. No, no, never did it. I never did. I tell a you, liar. I would tell you. What? I would, a thousand, I just, oh, a thousand when percent. When a babe tell you. asks you to do something, you fucking do it. I didn't need to do that. So I know you did. No, I didn't need to do that. I had no need for that. I because here's why. Here's why I did it, because I knew that she would hold it over my head and use it to her advantage and tell my friends and shit. And this is a, long, this is a while ago. 
I think now, like, maybe it's real common. Like, everyone gets banged in the butt if you're, like, single and on the dating scene. Maybe that's, like, how that works. But she just... not retired. Yeah. Well, also, I think it was in one of those gray areas where we had been dating and then broke up and we're still getting it on. And then it was in that. So if it was, like, I think five-year relationship and we were, like, committed, I think I probably would have let... I would let her get into the the goal net, but um, in that situation, I could feel that it was a power play that would have given her too much, so I I I couldn't. Also, I don't I don't want things in there. I don't. It's it's not good. It's not like you know that's that's the that's the problem area, and I don't I don't like I got buddies. And I won't name names that like it like to get their butt eaten by their babe, and I'm just like, no, 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 not not this buddy. <laughs> the, butt, the butt is off limits. Fuck, the balls are just like maybe I'll let you get around them. Not this Fucking buddy. Nothing around there. No, no, off limits. Maybe we're missing out. Maybe we're, I don't know. See, I'm the type of person who needs to sit facing the door when I go to a restaurant. Like, I need to. I don't like the anxiety of not knowing. How am I going to look a babe in the face tomorrow if she was licking my ass last night? I, I know what goes on back there. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But what if you had, like, a sweet butthole? Like, that was, like, real, taken care of, and, like, didn't have any issues? <laughs> now we're talking about what ifs. Yeah, shit. Like, oh, like Brad nice. Pitt's butthole has to be nice. It has to be just tan Does it? and wet. Does it have to be nice? Yeah. Does it have to be? Yeah. Yeah, have you seen Brad Pitt? Everything on him looks good. I would assume that the fucking well, I don't know, there's a saying that I could make sense out of that, but I don't remember what it is right now. Something curtains yeah, match say, the drapes. Curtains match the drapes. No, that wouldn't yeah, be curtains. Ru- like carpet the, matches the drapes. The drain matches the freaking grout or something. Brad Pitt is fucking rich as shit. He has fucking people to do whatever he wants for him. There is no way. That he doesn't also like, hey, I gotta, you know, it's like fucking Deshaun Watson. He's getting this lubed up butthole, except for not in a criminal way, not in a creepy way. It's Brad Pitt, so he's like nice about it. He's like, hey, would you like to, oh, could I? Yeah, no, babe. Cynthia, you need you to come Brad over Pitt and take care of my butthole. <laughs> it's yeah. tan. I bet it's tan. I saw him in a fucking kilt the other day. We're going to something. Going to something. I saw that too. It, it is, wasn't a kilt or was it just a skirt? No, it, it was just a, a skirt. skirt. Man, people just wear a linen. Skirts. It was like linen. I mean, I'll yeah, tell I you. Saw I'll tell you. I've talked about this before. I I wore a fucking um a sarong in a, on a float in a gay pride parade in Chicago. I was like, this is where it's at. Oh my god. Yeah. Summertime is so breezy. Felt so good. I'm like, yeah. I I. I should get one for now for around the house. Like, it's like your altar boy gown all nude underneath. Yeah. But like with a floral print, like a fucking Hawaiian thing, like that's what those sumo, like not sumo guys, Hawaiian guys, the fucking that do the dances and shit. They wear that shit. They're kick ass. The shit's just hanging under there. Just flopping. Under I there. had boxers on. I had like regular straight up boxers. So it was breezy. Oh my God. It was life, life altering. What happened was after that, I drank so many beers on that float parade because I was having a good time in the sunshine that I stopped. At, me and my ex-wife stopped and got Panda Express on the way home. And then I was like, I'm going to keep on rocking. She's like, you're a fucking idiot. And then went home. And then I went to a couple more bars, still wearing the fucking joint. Looked dope. It was in fucking Boys Town, so it was chill. And then 
I um, showed up home like blackout drunk several hours later with a big fucking cheesesteak and sat down and like started shoving that in my face. And she's like, you just ate like the big plate from Panda Express a couple hours ago, you stupid idiot. And I completely forgot that I'd eaten any of that. And that's the story where I wore a sarong. Let's t- <laughs> Ex-wife is, uh, she's usually a lot cooler than that whenever I was around. Yeah, man, but this was like, I ripped like... Well, I mean, wife, I already understand. I know. Yeah, but when- I had like 16 beers and four hours or something, and KD was not not fucking happy. Oh, I that's I was staying away from the KD. I, I thought we were only staying ex-wife. I don't think anyone would know. That doesn't mean anything. We call her KD because it's a reference to Menace to Society, to Kane. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's not her name. All right. No, not her name at all. You missed in college when we would go over to her sorority house and all we all the boys just go up to her window and just bark. Kate! Kate! <laughs> and then all the fucking girls <laughs> would hang out the window and we, we'd go to the bar and have a good time. My song of the week, yeah, Billy you Jean. You married a sorority girl. We should have understood. <laughs> I mean, if we go back in time and look into the, the things, we're like, oh, this is stupid. This ain't going to work. Uh, it worked well for a while, for a while until someone decided they wanted to be a fucking clown for a living, and that um, it, it, it didn't set well with her. It was did for a couple was, of years, and then when it really set in, and I was just never home. When and, you had an adult, yeah, uh, that's where women turn. That's where all the turning point are. Right? I when thought we had you, an agree. I thought we had an agreement that I didn't have to adult. I thought we had. They an want you to adult. She changed her mind. She was fine with it. And then changed your mind. Yeah. Can't say wrong. Right. My song of the week. Billy Jean by G Perico off Blue T-shirt leaks. Ooh boy. Fucking fantastic. I've referenced G Perico and given tips on him before in the power groove section. And this one is my current fave banger for the gym and having a good time and feeling good. Lots of filth talk. Lots of banging beats. It's got that dope fucking hard ass crack house fucking bass that just boom 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 billy jean by g perico off of blue t-shirt leaks that's a gang reference i'm sure you can figure it out carl do you have an actual song that you're enjoying oh uh, yeah I, I can't i don't think i can describe it like that and you don't, don't have know. to you can just say uh, the name uh, of it <laughs> just pop it out mm-hmm. so this weekend i was sitting in the driveway playing the tunes and i came across this song called willin from Little Feet, and it's my jam. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I listened to it like 50 times this weekend. I'd never heard it before. Or maybe I'm under a rock, but it's my jam. I love it. I absolutely, a thousand percent, have never heard it. I could tell you a little. You never heard either? But play it right now. Everyone go play it. It's a fucking jam. You know, if, I prob- if I've listened to like a fucking album or something in there, I maybe heard it, but yeah, I can't say that I that that's um that's in the in the echelon. Is, is it? it Play it, play it. Willing by Little Feet. Carl, this was a delight. You popped your cherry. You're a real podcaster now. You quit your job. You're all set. You come on back. That's how it works. Yeah, you just move here. Shit. Yeah, I'll pay you and you living on my couch. It's fucking fantastic. I didn't even know how that was gonna work. Isn't podcasting exciting? Isn't it like? Is it everything that you dreamed about? Yeah, well, it's it's a thing, you know. I'll do. I it well, 
after I get crucified out here for being terrible, I might do it again just to be like, fuck you. Man, that's the whole thing. We don't, this isn't for anybody but us and the people who listen, who want to hang out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'd come back probably. We'll, we'll bring you, we'll bring you back. We'll bring you back. This is the first time doing something like this, so you did a good job. Preach. Yeah. Oh, you want to do the, I've never let anyone do it before. You should, you should do it this week. It'll be fun because you're Carl. You, you do the really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Oh, man, that's a lot of pressure. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Let's do another one. Just do it like your voice. Seems fake. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. <laughs> uh, that one's not good. More Carly. Well, fucking, you didn't tell me I was going to do it. <laughs> really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. You say it like a, like, do the Cartman voice, because that's all. Uh, here's how I'll do it first. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. And it's pretty much, it's Cartman slash Dusty Rhodes, but it's also what I think Carl sounds like. All right, one more. But hey, wait, wait, let's establish <laughs> that. Carl's not really based on Carl. No. I'm not really. But it's named after you. Named after. Yeah. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. There you go. Yeah, I wanna make a power moves. Yeah, I wanna make a power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights. Late nights and bar frights. Rocking the Winston lights. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes. Just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves. Rockin' a Detroit groove to some American dudes. I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.